Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Mama's Den. We had a request for me to pop outside of the microphone. So <laughs> here we are. Today we're going to be talking about our accomplishments. Yes. And at what, what do we say? At what age we accomplished our yeah. biggest accomplishments? Yeah. yeah. Wait, first I want to make a point. I want to, I want to contextualize this for you all. Please. Yes, Cody, please do. Just remember, Oprah was fired as a news anchor in her 20s and then got her job as the Oprah Win- the host of the Oprah Winfrey show at 32. Yeah, but your 20s is young to get okay, fired. Okay, you know Felicia, what? Felicia, she, okay, Felicia. Felicia, I, I have another one. Okay. Steve Harvey was sleeping in his car at 34 years okay, old. That's 34. A okay, 34. Ava DuVernay did not pick up a camera until she was in her 30s. I, that's what I was going to say, the Ava one. Okay. Yeah. I have more, Ashley. There are more. Google She's like, them. there are more. I worry about Oprah. She's Ashley, a billionaire. I Ashley, the author, <laughs> Toni Morrison, Pop published it. her first book at 39 that's years true. old. Ashley. No, I know. So did, what's his name? Uh, uh, Stan Lee, pers- no, Doctor uh, Seuss. He didn't even get uh, famous after he died. I but mean, he's, he's racist. racist. But uh, Stan Lee, Stan <laughs> Lee, who I think is not racist, published no. his first comic book at thirty-nine. Yeah, that is true. Hmm. Okay, okay. So, okay, uh, Felicia, good. share with us. Aging what are you proud of? What have you done? Well, I think my greatest accomplishments are my kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. The end. You know, <laughs> rap podcast. <laughs> those are yeah. Those are my greatest accomplishments, but. When it comes to business, I feel like me building my brand, Mindful Feet, is probably my greatest accomplishment. And I left my dream job, which was, well, I thought it was my dream job mm. until I went through it. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, but I, even though it's, you know, makeup has like taken me around the world and it has really propelled me into doing Mindful Feet stuff. But it was more emotionally than what I thought that it would be, mm-hmm. you know, because you have to deal with other people's energies and all that stuff. And it's a lot of pressure, especially doing it within entertainment. So that's why I like to do brides and stuff here and there. Uh, but yeah, so I think that building Mindful Fee and building a community of people that actually like tune in and listen, mm-hmm. um, I think is probably my greatest accomplishment. And when you sure. say the community, okay, mm-hmm. so also map it out. When did you stop doing makeup? At what age? Yeah. And then when oh, did you start? We got to tell everybody our ages? Yeah. 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 Totes. <laughs> so, Totes. okay. So I start. well, I started speaking on Instagram and just really like sharing inspirational things. Mm-hmm. Ooh, probably when I had peace. So I was 23. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when I started the movement. And then I turned it into like business, business. Two years ago, so I was what twenty eight. Wow. Yeah, and five then, years later. Yeah, that's awesome. And then I stopped doing makeup. I'll do it here and there for people that I like absolutely love. You know, when you call I me hope Cody, I, I'll yeah, be like, I'm yeah, I'm make yeah. a cut on <laughs> that. You know, when you call, I'm like, yes, I'm free, or if I'm not free. But some people, I'm just like, yeah, sorry, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I saw you on the gram doing some mind else. your business, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> it's an illusion. Um, so, so I stopped, I stepped away from makeup just last year. So I was, pro- yeah, 29 going on to 30. Mm-hmm. You're so young. Lord and Jesus. so Mindful Fee would be the community that you've built for sure, but then also the apparel. Yeah. So apparel, the apparel part, ooh, I started to really go hard on that this past year. So... Well, two—I'll say two years. I would say apart. it's two years because yeah. I remember you sent me my favorite sweater, which is the homegirl one, the yeah. gray with the so white. Puff. I was about to say all yeah. the shirts and I have has only I been mean, a year. Yeah, yeah. and like, I remember Boom. I would wear that, and people would be like, "What is this shirt?" And I'm like, "Oh, my homegirl Fee made it." <laughs> and then like somebody's mama really started to blow up, and I just seeing that journey just as 
watching you mm-hmm. is just really amazing. Mm-hmm. And then to just like Felicia's a little younger than all of us here. So I think it's amazing. I think yeah. that it's amazing by 30, you have established some very right. serious professional goals and accomplishments. Like that's amazing. Cause that was, cause I'm older than 30. And not, yes. and not to take away from other folks' businesses, but I also love, and I think this is probably true of all of us, I love that you've been able to do something that positively affects other people. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about you built a, you know, app or, you know, this is yeah. like. you well, the are, app could be a positive it could app. What be, if I'm I just, in that? You you would and it would be She's working on it on the But low. I just mean she in this case, community. she very specifically has no, it created really something dope. that adds value to others. Absolutely. I think Listen, that's my favorite every part. Every time you post something, I repost it like, oh, what word? Yes, this, yes, <laughs> right? yes, yes, yes. So one of a family friend, she's an older woman. And I remember one time we were on like a party bus or something. Mm-hmm. And I was really nervous to like spread my message with mindful fee of empowering people because I didn't want people to think like, oh, she thinks she know everything. Mm -hmm. But it was really my own head voice. Yeah. And she pulled me to the side and she was like, that like positive stuff that you're doing, you like like to do that stuff, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, keep doing it. You're going to be really successful in it. I'm like, okay. But I needed to hear that. But she's literally like the family's like psychic. So when she pulled me, I'm like, what you got to tell me? And a lot of times What is her number? I know. Right. A lot of times people try to like, because it it flows when she drinks. And so people will be like, you need to drink, girl. Like we try to set her up. I try to pull her, summon her gifts out. Exactly. (laughs) So when she told, so so I always tell her, I saw her last week and I'm like, do you remember when you told me to keep doing it? And who gives a fuck what people think? I'm like, yeah. We, but I needed that to yeah. like really press it, and now I just don't give a damn. I'm like, mm, you either catch it or you don't. Y'all okay. bad, mm-hmm. changing lives. I love that. Yeah. What about you, Melly Mel? Oh wow. Um, it okay. And um, it kills me. Tony has to cough, cough, girl. Get your cough out. Wait, don't see was singing all cute. I was just trying to let you cough. I did have to cough. I was waiting for y'all to be quiet. I just wanted you to know that was Felicia. Okay? I know. Because Felicia sing. be singing. Don't, don't even play. Felicia be singing. But um, I don't know. My journey, it, it just feels so weird because I'm at such a different place in my journey, mm-hmm. which I also feel is such a different level of accomplishment as well. Yeah. And, you know, what I once thought were the heights of my accomplishments have now changed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I was, as far as like music, professionally, coming from Toronto, leaving home, living out of a suitcase for several years, trying to get a record deal, finally getting one, 25, which is like later in the game, you know? And then putting out my first album Fused later. You know, I would say the height of my accomplishments would be the Grammys. And that was 30. I had actually, it was just, I was 29. I was just about to turn 30. And, um, you know, it was amazing. Like it was like the thing that I worked for you hear about you dream mm-hmm. about you think you know and it, it and then you get it and you're like wow I, I did it and then you're like what now no. you know and, it, and it's not that there's nothing else to do but I started to realize too that my relationship with the music business was changing yeah mm-hmm. my desire for why I was creating music had changed and I remember when I first got into it it's entertainment so everybody's making you feel like you need to be the most famous. You need to be the biggest name. You need to have the most money. Right. These things never attracted me. Mm-hmm. These things never actually made me happy. And what I started to learn was making me happy was the connection to people. Yeah. The fact that I could create something that would make people feel seen, understood, vulnerable, safe, whatever mm-hmm. it was, no matter if it was a broken love song or a song of empowerment, it was that that started to drive me. And so 
everything that started to get in the way of business that would get in the way of that then became, mm, I don't really like the way that feels. Mm. And so it changed my relationship with the music business. And then I had my son, which was then like the epitome of life success for me. Yeah. You know, my life coming together, having a partner, accomplishing those things that I had kind of knew I wanted for myself, never really knew how it was going to turn out, but having a healthy family and a a loving husband and partner and a, and a child. And then when I experienced the hardest parts of having to um, experience professional struggle after I had my son and quietly, like not on a public level, which nobody really knows is that that actually took me to the lowest place of my life which then brought me now to, I think, what I feel is the most me place of my Mm. life, (laughs) you know? So right now, what Mm. I feel is my greatest accomplishment is that I have full permission and freedom to create this next phase of my life, not beholden to who I once was. And that, to me, is so um, exciting Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's like, you couldn't have told me. And we, and I keep seeing, I don't know if you guys keep seeing this meme on Instagram. It's like, whoever lied and told you that by 30, you oh, had to have yeah, your shit yeah. together. Yes. I'm like, by 30, no, I experienced no a way. spiritual devastation, Man. dark night of the soul, had to right. w- awaken myself, <laughs> right. find spirituality, like lose my voice, like yeah. all the hardships at 30, still trying to get my shit together, you know, even with Grammys. So that's the craziest part is that I think it's so different for everybody. So now I don't really place a weight on mm-hmm. where I am age-wise mm-hmm. for what I can accomplish. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually so excited as, as I get older each yeah. year because I'm like, how much more do I know? How mm-hmm. much more can I create? Right. And that's very, very exciting to me. You know, so I just, I feel so much stronger at this place of my life to create the best works ahead of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, what's interesting too, is that you never, you never even know what part of your life will touch people the most because your music has always been like amazing to me, but I felt more connected to you. Like as a fan, when you started your YouTube channel was talking about motherhood and I was like, Oh, she's a normal person like everybody <laughs> else. And like, but even how you were expressing your journey and just the vulnerability, like that really drew me in. Like she just, I don't know. I felt like that, that was more of your light. Like you were shining even brighter during mm-hmm. that period of your life you before know what, when you were singing so when I was four years old I said I wanted to be a singing nurse when I grew up oh wow. that's like I, oh, created, I, I created this like name for myself at mm-hmm. four and I feel like I, I used to really kind of like laugh at that like who yeah. comes up with their own singing nurse what is that but then I realized that my journey through music and you know I still love doing music I still sing I still love it but my passion is that nurse aspect yeah. it's the healing aspect and that's when I started to share my motherhood journey. And even like through the pandemic, I decided to just start sharing more, you know, like you feel like I just started just saying, you have all this wealth of knowledge for the work Mm -hmm. that you have done. Not that you know everything, but if you can share a little bit about what you know, then you are helping people on some level. So that's why it's like, I don't know who needs to hear this. That's, (laughs) that is so perfect because I just feel like people are always looking for something. Absolutely. So my greatest joy now at this point is just creating anything right. that allows people to feel well and to feel seen and understood, um, especially like in motherhood and wellness. But mu- music definitely had to take me there. Right. So, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Ash? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, 
Oh, I always say that I've lived many lives, many lives. Like my whole life goal was just to dance for Alvin Ailey. Like I, it's so funny mm. because people know me as a writer, but it makes me sad sometimes. <clears throat> like how you've had like your singing career. I'm like, I'm a dancer. And that was my whole entire life. Like it's crazy to think from the moment I was two years old until I was 25 that my whole life was just dance, 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 dance. And when I moved to New York, I thought that was like, the top of my career, I got a job teaching dance, and I was going to audition for Alvin Ailey, and then I found out I was pregnant. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, oh. So I stayed in New York and finished my contract. So I was still dancing ballet until I was about six or seven months pregnant. Then I moved back to Ohio. But when I had Amira, I had like this whole moment where I was like, I have to reinvent myself, which mm. was really weird because my whole life I knew myself as a dancer and nothing else. Mm. And I've always been a writer. Even when I was a child, me and my older sister used to like make little magazines, make commercials, always write long stories. Like that's always been a part of who I am, but it wasn't who I saw myself as, mm -hmm. which is so crazy. But when I had a mirror, I feel like I just opened up in a whole new way. It was like the weirdest thing, but I feel like I really knew myself before. Like, mm. this is who I saw myself as, but this is who I feel myself as. And I just started expressing on Facebook notes, like about my sister passing away. That's when I really started realizing like people were connecting with my writing and people would just write to me like, I mean, the grammar was all off and everything, <laughs> but I, cause I was, you know, grieving my sister. I didn't even care. I would just wake up and be so sad and depressed. Mm. And I would write about it and people would be like, I've never heard anyone like say what's in my heart, like how I feel. Mm -hmm. And then I really realized that the value in writing and sharing your experience in an authentic way. And just like when you're going through something and how that connects with people, because we don't often talk about a lot of these things that, you know, break us down. So that's when I really realized the power in my words. And I feel like when I created my children's book for my daughter, that was like a, a big moment for me because People kept passing on, and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna just do that shit myself." Yes, and it did really well. But then it was actually last year when it sold out three times, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Mm -hmm. Which is crazy because it was like five years after I created the book, mm -hmm. which was wild to me. <clears throat> but I'm like, that also affirmed in my mind doing what's in your heart and creating mm -hmm. in an authentic way, and it will manifest itself mm -hmm. eventually at some point. Like it, it might not be right away when you do it, which is what I consistently remind myself every single day. Like it'll happen when it's supposed to happen, yes. but it's hard. It's hard when you're creating, you feel passionate about something and you believe, especially for me, like I really feel like God talks to me in my sleep. Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and like write a whole something, like a whole page, a whole book, anything. And I'll feel like this is it. God told me this because it's about to pop. And then I'm like, oh, three years later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my friend told me the other day we were talking and it just like gave me so much peace because she was like, you know what, Ashley, you are like trying to like accomplish these writing goals. And she was like, but you don't even realize like your motherhood goals are so amazing. She's like, you have four kids. You're an amazing mom. Like your daughter is freaking gifted. And she's like, you did that. And she was like, you have to focus more on the things that you've accomplished and the joy in your life and stop worrying about like the things that you don't have. Mm. Because a lot of times we don't feel like motherhood is enough. Like, well, mm, you know, mm -hmm. you just feel like, okay, yeah, I'm a True good that. mom, but, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. that is your legacy. And the really reality is. is, is like when I pass, even when you think about Michael Jackson and all these people that people were crying over, we don't think about them every day. Like the people that miss them are their family. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I, I keep trying to remind myself that no matter what I accomplish, like at what age, it doesn't even matter because as long as my children are happy and healthy and mm -hmm. they are leaving, they're my legacy. So that's like where my most investment has to be. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then the type of I do feel like everything happens for a reason. It becomes a line because the type of mother that I want to be, like 
hands-on breastfeed my babies. If the things that I wanted happened right this moment, I would be so overwhelmed. Girl, Listen, I would not be able to enjoy girl, them. <laughs> if I did not experience the obstacles in the music industry in my music career, when I did, right. mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have been able to be as present of a mother mm-hmm. to my son. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the emotional intelligence he has is like one of my personal accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Right. When you see your children growing to be Good kind, people, yes. aware, oh mm-hmm. it's like, present children. Yeah. Yes. It's like there's no words. Like, But you know, all of our kids are like that. No like words. Brooks and Cameron and Peace. I'm like about to cry. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm like, because I yeah. literally will look at Peace and I just see how she is with her friends. Right. And I'm like, you are such a dope ass yep. human being. And yes. you did that. And then she just walks around and reads her books. I'm like, you're just reading <laughs> shit. I'm like, yep. you're fucking cool. Yeah. You're tight as fuck, yeah. girl. But you, you know? did that, girl. You but did that. wait until they turn 12 and they start the period. <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, we're staying in the present moment. Actually, really oh, yeah, back in. Right. Listen Sorry. to your friend. Listen I'm not to trying to rain on y'all's parade, but it's going to get dark. No. <laughs> So have you been, Ashley, have you been able to like actually own and accept what your friend said to you? Hmm. I have. I think it's a daily struggle because I'm a Capricorn and my life is about planning. And I, listen, I Google how movies are going to end when I'm watching oh, them. Lord. I read I the last one. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I read Capricorn, the control. No, I, I'll still watch the movie. And then I will read the last page of a book and then go back and read. Oh, Lord. The, I, I, this has been a problem of mine. I am. You are ridiculous. I am. I accept that. And I understand understand that it's ridiculous and I don't I'm talking to my therapist now to see what that is rooted in it's like a safety mechanism or being prepared mm. it's a Capricorn I'm, yes. I'm, I mean of course it's a personal thing but every Capricorn I know is like yes this. I like am a, I literally am thinking about the end while I'm at the beginning of something yes. but that's also bad because I, I'm always thinking about death too so, so this you can't is a, stay in the present yeah, no, no I can't it's, ah. a, it's, it is a huge struggle of mine so I'm trying to like daily I have this daily conversation with myself because my friend is like listen this is the youngest you're going to be right now like enjoy this and I I have to keep remembering that. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's just trauma. It's a trauma response yeah, yeah, yeah. from losing my sister. I'm always like, okay, everything's going to end. Girl, so mm-hmm, like, let me just get there mm-hmm, and be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. If Even if someone's sick, I'm like already thinking about their funeral. It's mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. I, I actually, bad. I, no, I yeah. get like that too. Yeah. I, and then I remember when somebody passed, like one of my really good friends passed away. And anytime anybody called, I'm like, oh my God, somebody yeah. died. It's yeah. like, but I definitely think it's trauma response. It is definitely it's a trauma response. So, so I'm trying to like, I'm actively working on that because yeah. I understand that my life is extremely blessed. And I know that careers come and go like there's a lot of people who have had amazing careers like people I looked up to now they might not even be doing as well or doing as much so I know everything ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. and I really feel like I'm living in my family blessing right now like I really do and I I've been fully aware of that for a really long time I think that I just you know when you're living and you see other people accomplishing things that you want to accomplish you like forget for a minute like dang man I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm not where I'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. and then it comes back like yes you are and and honestly I may never get any of the things that I want in my career. It really may never happen, but, but I'm okay with that. But also remembering, and this is a daily thing too, right. is like, man, I wish I could remember exactly how it's phrased, but you're basically living some of the dreams you had yes. 10 years ago. That's yeah. true. And we get to a point where we're living in those dreams and we're and like, oh man, what about the next dream? <laughs> right. get that's you know, yeah. like, yeah. That's you know, very you've true. shared that you didn't think you could have children. Yep. Okay, lady. That's true. And just... Having the life that my mom didn't get to have, like I have yeah. a partner who loves mm-hmm, me, who's girl. supporting me. Mm-hmm. My daughters are getting the life that I didn't get to have by living with their father and having someone take care of them daily. Mm-hmm. Just it really, it really on. is. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I had a whole pivot. Um, uh-uh. <clears throat> Don't be pivoting away from your spotlight. Oh, what about Cody, me? Why um, do you keep running from the from the spotlight? <laughs> I'm like, like asking we need to questions, talk about this. guys. Um, okay, so. 
for me, honestly, I am doing something with Black Love, the docuseries and the brand that I dreamed about mm. many years ago. I always say that it was like 2008 because that's when I remember Barack Obama being elected and him and Michelle were like yes. Black Love goals and all of this. So I know very specifically that at that time, this was a part of my dream. And that was now 13 years ago. Um, oh, it's been too long since they were in the White House. Um, <laughs> right. Moment of silence for that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's how long that this has been a part of me. Girl, and even my one of my sister's best friends from college, so they're about six years older than me, said that when I was in high school, I would go to Hampton where they went to school. And I would like look at all the couples and be like, black love, black love. Really? I don't even remember this. Wow. But she always tells the story. And I clearly, I mean, it's not like I can deny that that happened. So, so that's how long this has been with me. And not just the, the series, because I didn't even imagine it as a series, but not just the conversations from couples, but the but the conversations around parenthood, sisterhood, self-love, et cetera, all of that I have been super passionate about for a long time. So I am for sure living in my purpose yes. and fulfilling a dream that with the show coming out in 2017, like that was the beginning. That was the the date. I was, I was, how old was I in 2017, child? It doesn't matter. 32, 33. Mm -hmm. um, I had just had my first child, which by the way, I always wanted to be a mom. So clearly my children are not only my greatest accomplishments, but I'm totally manifested twins because I've always wanted twins my whole life. So my Ooh, children, oh my I've always right. felt like a mother. It was just, they needed to like come out of me for me to then be like, all right, this, this thing that I always knew was for me is here. And so now as I journey through the business of this black love thing, I am definitely in a place where I'm learning a lot of things that I never thought that I would have to learn, as well as trying to figure out where where do I sit in it? Because mm. it also doesn't look exactly how I thought it was going to. When I had the idea, I was single. But when it started, I was married. And, mm. I, and I thought that Tommy and I were going to like embark on this brand together. Yeah. And of course, he has his own dreams. He has a whole other production company. And so it just looks different. Yeah. And, and so now... I'm just figuring out what are my next accomplishments for that are going to make me happy. It's not about what anybody else thinks or is right. expecting, but it's like, what is the thing that's going to keep me excited and keep me feeling like I'm contributing me personally giving of myself and not just, I mean, black love is an extension of me for sure, but there's other people. There's other people facilitating all of that right. now. And so how can I make sure that I'm making space for myself to continue to express. I have a, I have a question yes. just to pose to everyone. If money wasn't an issue mm -hmm. and it wasn't about money, making money or anything, yeah. would you feel fulfilled? Yes. In our career? Uh, just in life. Oh yeah, because money ain't an issue like right now as far as I ain't getting it. So. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because sometimes so like people, so people don't like I, I, I know certain people and personalities who need to constantly be doing something yeah. to feel like they're accomplishing something. Mm. Uh -huh. Whereas like enjoying the fruits of their labor mm -hmm. is not enough for them because they feel like they have to be doing something all the time. It's yeah. It's funny that you say that me and Chia did a podcast the other day. They were talking to us called Live Your Purpose. Um, this guy named John does it is really good. And he literally asked me that question hmm. like and I said he was like, well, like in a dream world, what would your life be? 
And that is very easy for me. I literally would live like in Sweden or somewhere in the country. Chia would build a nature house because this is like his dream. That's like self-sufficient with recycled water. Yes. And I would probably have like six or seven children and have a garden and homeschool them and run around barefoot. And I would just write children's books and then throw them into the wind. And if people buy them, Mm -hmm. they don't. And then I would just like send out movie ideas. And if somebody picks it up, they don't. Or maybe the movies get made or not. And I would just create that way. I would consistently still write children's books and movies because I have these ideas in my head. But if it wasn't about like the money as far as me needing that or wanting that to happen so that I could have this nature house, Mm -hmm. then I would totally do it. I actually don't like being around other humans and I don't really like living in this, this, this world. Like, no, I don't need, no. like, I don't need to talk to other people. That's Listen. just not something that's ever, like, it's not I a need. Know, I feel like when I, I have, call you, we talk for a long time. I know, but like, that's it's like different. certain people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, like certain energies. Strangers. Like, yeah. I, the, yeah. all the people that I know now, I'm fine with that. I could die not meeting anybody else. I'm like, fulfilled. Fulfi- yep. Yeah, I, I feel, feel fulfilled. I understand that totally. Because as much as I love uh, community, and as much as I love gathering and being around like-minded individuals right. and energies, I mean, the pandemic totally brought it up. We yeah. talked about taking everything we had, going minimalist, moving to an island, mm-hmm. living very simply. Like, we were just like, if there's a time to do it, let's do it now. Yeah. You know? And it that's really my dream. Like, I've told Jared all the time, I was like, if we could live somewhere and open up a restaurant on a beach Ooh. where I could sing for fun. Girl. And give me curry. And g- girl. girl. You know what I mean? Like, and just Cameron would be climbing trees, picking mangoes for right. me to eat. Right. And, you know, just go in the ocean whenever I want. My hair would be dreadlocked and I'd be done. Like, yes. this would be my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel the need to be in the hustle and bustle. Yeah. And it's interesting because I feel like we we live in a world where you're made to feel guilty yeah. if, if it's if you're for not wanting a doing simple that. life yeah. yes. you know yeah. for wanting yeah. a more simple life and you know that's why i asked that question because it actually came up for us too recently like you know if i was actually having this conversation with my therapist like what would you what does happiness look like for mm-hmm. you you know and so it's freedom yes and that's what, exactly what it is yes freedom the hustle and bustle it's never been that way for me though like ever in my mm-hmm. life, I had very, well, I mean, they're not simple, but I mean, I was like, okay, I'm going to dance for Alvin Ailey. And then when I'm done, when I'm going to retire, when I'm like 33, 35, like as a ballet dancer, your life is pretty much over around that age. And then I was like, I'm going to go back to school for journalism. And that was it. That was my goal. And then mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be like a music journalist, or I was going to be like in anthropology and go travel the world and do journalism about like cultures and lost cities, because I'm just so into history. And I love that stuff. But that was it. And it sounded like a very simple, loving mm-hmm. life to me. I never even imagine children a part of that journey. Wait, wait, wait. Here's my question to both of you. Okay. Because it sounds like you could easily do the things that you're saying. You could go, Ashley, you can go somewhere where the cost of living is hella low and y'all live on a farm and have 18 children and Tia does something that makes enough money to keep the farm, uh, you know, afloat. And you can go to the island and and y'all have your own little shack where you sell things and you sing and that's just what y'all do. It's not even the hustle and bustle. It's, It's literally like, Family things. Like, I still want to see my family. And there's still, like, an experience that my child is getting right now that I'm like, okay, it's good. Because it's true. Like, we could decide. Like, I have friends who've packed up three times in the last four years. And just like, Mexico, Panama, like, wherever they want to go, just traveling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's beautiful. I think, too, I also have a husband. And he, he's very very committed committed to his work. (laughs) And, um, you know, that's a thing. But, like, really, like, if I think about... Like 2020 gave pause mm-hmm. yeah. to just really reevaluate life. Mm-hmm. And I think even too, just the way we were responding and reacting to life prior, 
not to get too far into, you know, the quarantine side of things, but like just, I think, giving us time, Nick, as we are now moving forward to really prioritize the way we want our lives to look Mm -hmm. and understand that we are the designer and the artist of that, you know? And so it may look very different. It may look like having kids in your 30s. My mom was married Mm -hmm. with with a kid at 19 years old, like in Guyana, in a third world Caribbean country. Like Mm -hmm. what? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so me mm-hmm. having to talk to her about my life goals and things that I'm doing differently, it's like t- sometimes talking, having a foreign language, yeah. you know, because I'm like, mom, you know, at, at, at 25, I'm traveling the world, dating wh- whoever I want, living my life, money, traveling, whatever. My 25, my 26, my mom had me. My mom has worked corporate banking jobs. She has done ceramics on the side. She has, I mean, she's an amazing woman, but our lifestyles have been so different. So yeah. I think that, you know, when you look at that, just like when you were talking about the women that came before you and how their lives were, I just think that it's individual. Mm-hmm. And I think the once established paradigm of an age or a thing that makes you successful is just so personal. Yeah, It's so, so personal. And we've yeah. all shared different ways of how it looks right here just between the four mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and actually um, there was a post for you that you had brought up um, recently. We talked about it, about the fertility mm-hmm. and... Um, it was on the Black Love page uh-huh. and she was talking about how she had accomplished all these things in her life. It was, life. Keto, it was yeah. Keto, and, yeah. and fertility was an issue. And then somebody in the comments oh, went in yes, girl. and she's just like, can we stop giving the narrative that women's only jobs in life are to have children? And I was like, no one said that. No. Right? No right. one said that. And, right. and, and I think that this is where we're at. Like, personal, professional, whatever it is, is individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it can look like some for some and some for the other. But right. again, that comparison thing is... Mm-hmm. I, in, I just need yeah. balance though I think that's the only reason why I wouldn't do that Chia would totally do that right now he loves monotony that is like his joy doing the same thing every day at the same time every day like I remember <laughs> it scared the shit out of me we were 26 years old he came home from work and he was like we were sitting on the couch he was like I could do this every day for the rest of my life come home eat dinner at the same time put the kids put a mirror to bed sit down watch TV with you and go to bed and I almost lost my shit I was like I'm the type of person who will drive a different way to get home just to make myself feel Girl, like I'm doing Lord. something okay. different right. Right. No, I cannot stand doing the same thing every day so that's the only reason why I don't feel like I'm emotionally ready to live in it, on a van down by the river right, in Sweden right, right. because after about a month or two I'll be like alright like, this is that's not cute anymore yeah. right. so I need I need a little bit more balance you need to take that van across Europe and yeah, drive and live in different places him. like we can have both we can have both but not just one lord no so I'm curious how you all feel about the timing of things how, how you have had things occur in your life yeah. and maybe even what you're anticipating next are you feeling behind for any reason are you feeling like look it is what it is yeah what about you? Because you're the youngest. Mm. Look, I'm like, I wish I, I, like, I wanted to be you. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. You've been a lot be by Felicia. the time you're 30. Yeah. I feel like I'm where I need to be. Mm-hmm. I feel very fulfilled in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just waiting on a husband. But besides <laughs> that, I'm like, that's not the end of the world. You no, know what but I mean? there's nothing wrong with you wanting that either. Yeah, I'm like, but that's the thing. So now I'm like trying to buy a house. And sometimes I'm like, damn, I'm only 30. But I think because I'm in it and my head has been down for so long yeah. that it's cool. You know, yeah. I'm like, I You're love super the grown. fact. Super grown. Yeah. Super you got grown. two kids. Yeah. You got yeah. a, whole, super grown. a whole business. <laughs> super like, grown. Get I'm your like, house, but some, but and sometimes I just feel like a child still. Like it's okay. Girl, I like, feel like that too. Yeah, yeah I'm like yeah. I feel like a big old kid that just is hella responsible. <laughs> like, yeah. and I, I just feel yeah, I just feel like Pharrell. <laughs> are, you, are you the oldest of, of your siblings? No, I have an older brother. I'm the middle child though, so that really means yes, I'm the oldest. <laughs> yes, oh, I'm a middle yes. child. Yes, so yeah. yes, you're the only she child. You're the I. most responsible. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. our job. Yeah, but I. 
I always feel like I'm ahead of the curve, mm -hmm. but I've always been like that. My mom was a single yeah, mom and I was same. like the most responsible child of like helping her with my brother and my sister. So I've always been, yep. I'm not surprised. I feel like as middle that's a real it. middle ch child thing though. Cause I feel like the first child is like the favorite. I don't care what no parent says. And they kind of just get to do their own thing. Then the baby yeah. is the baby. You're like the forgotten one. So like the way you prove your worth is by being the most responsible one. Cause yeah. you just like show up. But that's how I feel mm -hmm. too. I feel like I am okay. Like where I am. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no real, yeah. there's not a real timeline just because I really am fully aware that at some point we're all going to die. Like that could be tomorrow. That could be 50 Girl. years from now. Yeah. So you really do have to just like be okay mm -hmm. where you are in this mm -hmm. moment. I, now that is one thing that I've consistently been able to do my whole life is find joy. I'm never like sad, sad. It'll be like a momentary thing, but I find joy every single day of my life. I mean, I grew up in the hood and I was very happy. Like I didn't even realize I didn't have what other people had mm -hmm. until I went to public school and I was like, Oh, I don't have new Jordans every week, but Prior to that, you know, I'm like, and that also taught me, like, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You can't compare your life. Like, my joy is my joy, and it doesn't matter. So I'm good, and I've done a lot of different things at different ages. Like, I've, I feel like I've accomplished a lot, and mm -hmm. there's more to come, but, or this might be it. I'm cool with that, too. <laughs> it's interesting. I remember when I first embarked upon my career in music, living in Toronto, having that existence, knowing what that was leaving home changed my perspective because prior to that, I thought that by 25, I was going to be in a substantial relationship, work, getting ready to buy a house with my future husband, mm -hmm. doing all these things. Meanwhile, by 25, I'm signing record deals, traveling all over the world, you know, experiencing a whole different life. When I look back and think about that was my goal, it's crazy to me. Yeah. And I remember my manager at the time, she always used to tell me, she's like, you're so obsessed with having to accomplish something by a time. Mm. And she's like, it's not, she says, you'll see, it doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the truest things she's ever said to me is one of the truest things and lessons that I've learned in my life. Because everything that I have done has, according to my younger self, happened five to 10 years later than I would have yeah. expected it to. And then also accomplishing things that I didn't even expect to accomplish. Yeah. Things that happened, like when I, I I think about some things that I've done with my life, I'm like, why you really, you did that, you know? And it happened so fast that you forget. So in my journey, I've just learned that everything is always right on time. Mm -hmm. yeah. The good, the bad, the yeah. hard, the easy, whatever it is, yeah. the, you know, when you, everything is right on time. And even if it doesn't appear that way in the moment, I guarantee you, if you look back, you're going to understand why it had to happen mm -hmm. when it happened. Yeah. So, you know. It, it also comes down to like what you want to, because I, when you were saying that, I was just thinking like, you know what? Me and Chia had a house when we were 20. He purchased a house when he was 21. Goals, we were living the, like, the life. Like he right. had an amazing job. I had a really good job. We had a, a big house with more bedrooms and people that lived in it, all this space. And we still weren't happy though, because we were, we had other things that we yeah. wanted to do with our life. So yeah. that, I think that's the yeah. important thing too, is like not paying attention to these goals and these numbers exactly. and what other people say and paying attention to your heart, like mm -hmm. what's really in your heart and what's really going to bring you joy. Like focus on that yeah. instead of worrying about what other people's, example of and what happiness to, you is. You have to remember that at that age, there's probably your peers that were like, damn. Yeah, everybody thought we were living a right, life. No, and then right. they thought we were crazy when we moved to a one bedroom in California. And they were like, what? You already had everything you needed. And I'm like, that's, 
Yeah. It didn't even matter. It's like my but spirit I, still wants to express yeah. more of itself. Yes. I got to get it out of here. I think, too, mm-hmm. to your point, it's about appreciating what you have, where you are, what you've done, and then also not losing sight of the goals that you have yeah. and how to accomplish them. Absolutely. Right? Like, okay, am I, am I taking steps or am I just, like, sitting around salty about it? Right. Mm-hmm. Right? And what's getting in the way of me taking those steps? Um, I would say for me, I honestly forget how old I am all the time. So there's mm-hmm. really no way for me to be, to feel behind. <laughs> right. I, I literally, even in this, I was like, yeah, and I'm 34. No, I will be 38. And um, I constantly forget, like literally yeah. Yeah, I feel too. 31 half the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, anyway. How long have you guys been married? Uh, six years. Oh. Six years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember. Six years. We met in 2013. So we just got married really quickly. Mm-hmm. I just, I just literally don't know how old I am. So <laughs> no, I, just, I feel the same and way. And I recognize that things happen later than we thought when yeah. we were younger. Yes. Yeah. So for me, I just kind of sit in that and try to focus on just what do I want to do next. Oh, and if we it. have another day to do it, God yeah. bless the opportunity yes. okay. to do it, man. Amen. That's yeah. the great. That's the yeah. part. Being yeah. grateful to have another day to do it. What a yep. blessing. Yes. We don't <laughs> yep. all get that. So that's true. I think that's the lesson. Be yep. grateful. Be appreciative of where you are, but don't lose sight of what matters to you. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right, Mama's Den. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you love the Mama's Den, make sure that you follow the podcast, like the podcast, rate the podcast, and even leave us a comment about like oh. what topics you want us to hit. Oh. And uh see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.